you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live here in New York City. It is Friday, August 5th. My name is Jamie Erdahl alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty. We were so excited for the show. We were supposed to be outside, but then the thunderstorm came in and it was going to be delayed 40 minutes. And so we just said, like, let's move inside and do the whole game from in here. Man. Well, that was so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, don't do it to us. Mm-hmm. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, we wanted the football. Oh, the band wouldn't come on stage. The band the festival, would not come on stage. But they finally did. And right here in my hand, I have a highlight from oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Give it to Can you believe it? It's hot off the presses. Can we get to it? <laughs> no weather delay here. Let's go. Leave block. Do not tell me. Kyle, let's go. Don't even dare thinking that the Hall of Fame game does not have electricity. It literally had lightning coming out of the sky. There we have Tony Baselli, first ever Jaguar. Cliff Branch's fan. They're representing him next to the Al Torch. Josh McDaniels all over this last night. Peter, Tom McDaniels in the stands. That's his pops, Tom McDaniel. He's Kenton McKinley, legendary high school coach for 40 years. And here's the next Jaguar in the Hall of Fame. Trayvon Walker, number one pick. Jason McCourty, impressed? Very impressed. Mm-hmm. He got after it from play one. Did I not say crunch somebody yesterday? He crunched him. You asked him for it, and it happened. And it happened. That's Jarrett Stidham. We remember him from yes. Good Morning Football Show's past. We spent a whole summer talking about him. Yeah, we did. Ground game. Now, hold on. Here's something crazy. Are my eyes deceiving me, or is that Josh Jacobs? Is he in the game carrying the ball? Yes. And he did not have, like, the one carry and get him out of there. McDaniel said, screw it. Get in there. We're going to play our guys. Uh, really good tackle. Josh Jacobs, 44. He got seven touches last night in the Hall of Fame game. And we are so excited 
for the real star in this, and that's Steve Weiss. Steve, we haven't seen you in a while. He caught up with the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker, after the game. He's talked about getting better and better. Trayvon, you guys didn't get the win, but you know you came out a couple series. You got a nice hit on the first play of the game. You got a sack early. What about your performance in your debut? Uh, you know, it's always room for improvement, but like just ready to hit this, get back to work, work on the things that I, the, some mistakes that I made, and just grow from there. Now I got a feel of it and see how it's really going to be. So now I just want to continue to play faster and continue to make plays to help my team. You said you got to film, you got some things to grow from. What do you think is going to happen between this week and next week so this defense can keep some points off the board? I have to say just come into work and get 1% better every day. As long as we get 1% better every day, we, not, we can't get no worse. All right, man, appreciate the time. Yes, sir, thank you. So good to see him play that way last night. So the Raiders get the win, though. But really, football is here. It's back. It's coursing through our veins. It's all happening. Mm -hmm. What caught your eye last night at the Hall of Fame game, Peter? Would it be our big boss, Howard Katz, in a short sleeve polo giving an interview with Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth? Would it be Melissa Stark back on the sideline yeah, right. with yep. the NBC crew? Would it be Devontae and Carr? No, it would be the rookie. You mentioned him, Zeus out of Georgia. Zamir White was awesome last night for the Raiders, and it gives you a little bit of a tingle knowing that the season is coming, and here's this guy who is a fourth-round pick out of Georgia, and he's going to go on the national stage in his first game and make play after play after play. He's representative of so many players in training camps and in preseason this summer. This is what gets me excited. It's not just white. It's, hey, I'm a rookie. I wasn't a day one or day two guy. Bright lights are on. I've got to make an impact, and he did. The angry runs that he had, Kyle. And then watch after him. He's got a little bit of sauce to him. Like, he knows. We like that. I don't know if he's going to be the starting running back. There's other running backs sure. there. We listed Josh Jacobs and Amir Abdullah. But <laughs> I do know that there's going to be a bunch of young players over the next three weeks who we remember from college and we are wondering where they are in the NFL who are going to say, I'm going to take that moment and I'm going to seize it. Everyone was tweeting about Zamir White last night. The last time everyone was tweeting about him, he was winning a national title. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think yeah. Zamir White is what I came away with. But really, it's representative of young rookies making an impact in their preseason debuts. For sure. I'm going to stay right in the backfield with Josh Jacobs. I mean, I was surprised to see him carrying the ball so much earlier in the game, especially with not a lot of the other starters in the game. We showed Derek Carr. We showed Devontae Adams there on the sideline. They didn't have all of the offensive line there as well. So to see him out there carrying the ball. Now, Josh McDaniels did say he firmly believes running backs should get the ball in the preseason, get some of those hits, get some of that kind of rust out the way like Peter with the colleges yeah. earlier in the Shaky. highlights. So Ooh. get some of that rust off and get going. So, I, But I was surprised to see him out there and actually get the ball that much early on. Totally. Amir Abdullah, you, you forgot in Nebraska? No. Tom Brady, where, call it from. <laughs> it's blue, it's yellow. It's Michigan. It's maze. Uh, Come on, it's not yellow. Um, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of maze, Akron. hand up. I was a big Aiden Hutchinson guy at the draft. Mm. Take him number one. He's easy replaceable. He performed. He performed. Trayvon Walker looked good last night. <laughs> Just a little taste, but we had some splash plays. On his first professional snap, preseason or otherwise, he hit the quarterback. He was batting a 1,000 through the first play of the game, which ended up in a penalty that, let's just say, it's preseason for the officials, too. Guys, uh, do you know who the Jaguars open against? The first quarterback that he'll be going against is Carson Wentz. So 
I like that matchup for Trayvon. I like it for the Jaguars. And I will just say that Chris Collinsworth gave everybody goosebumps last night. He was talking about the AFC. He goes, I see 13 teams in the AFC that can make it to the Super Bowl this year. Oh. 13. Now, I don't know if Jacksonville's one of the other three, but I think it's a great take. And I, I know the Raiders are one of the 13. It was awesome to see that. And for one night alone, Trayvon looked really good. We'll see yeah. you week one. I mean, we've been saying it. Loaded AFC. It's like the two words that have to go together this season. Yeah. Um, the Jaguars just have waves of SEC pass rushers. Let's talk about it. They've got Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, Caleb on Chason. Arden Key going up against his former team. He signed with the Jaguars on a one-year deal in the offseason. Last year, when Arden Key was with the 49ers, he finished second behind Nick Bosa with six and a half sacks. He had two last night. He was a standout at LSU. Ended up falling to the third round to go to the Raiders. He didn't have a great time when he was in Oakland, so for him to come back and have a resurgence, and man, when you list off those names, that is, if I was a quarterback, that is not who, I mean, it's like you have one side you're doing with Trayvon Walker, and then you got these other guys coming off. It's like any good anchor is like a perfect balance sure. on the other side. And man, that is a list of names right there. Josh Allen and uh, Trayvon Walker are going to be a really good young pass mm-hmm. rushing duo. And I, you mentioned Collinsworth. I, we, we, there's one game in the last six. So we're going to salivate there. Collinsworth was so bullish on the Jaguars. And he was just like, mm. this Jaguar seems really good. Yeah. This, I can't wait. He's like, I can't wait to see them. And like, yeah. we haven't said that about the Jacksonville Jaguars. And to your point, Jamie, like an Arden Key just being quietly added. Christian yeah. Kirk wasn't on the field. Right. All these new young players, Brandon Sheriff, like they're they've got better players. Yes. Mm-hmm. Think it's okay to be excited about Jacksonville, maybe, sort of. Jags commanders week one. I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> Lawrence V. Wentz. It's a bit of a slog. I disagree. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> it was so good. It was That's so good one. to see game Let's action. Flex it. So good to see game action last night. <laughs> All right. We've got an update on the big news this week. Monday, a former federal judge ruled for a six-game suspension for Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. The league then filed an appeal on Wednesday evening. Our NFL insider Mike Garofolo, he's out at training camps across the country, but he's staying up on this situation. Mike, what is the next step for the NFL at this point? Well, they filed the appeal and made it known to the NFL Players Association that they are appealing because they're looking for a more stern suspension here than the six games. They're looking for a season plus an indefinite tag on that one, meaning Deshaun Watson would have to apply for reinstatement. And they made it clear today in announcing that Peter C. Harvey, the former attorney general of New Jersey and a longtime lawyer as well as a federal prosecutor, will be hearing that appeal. And as part of that appeal, they're also asking for some kind of treatment that Watson would have to under go to be a requirement for his reinstatement. So Harvey will hear this appeal. The NFL uh, hoping that it will be in short order. The PA has until tomorrow to reply. But Harvey is part of the league's diversity panel. He has been involved in the league's application of the personal conduct policy. Uh, He was part of an advisory board for Roger Goodell when Ezekiel Elliott was suspended for six games. So Harvey certainly has some experience with the NFL and with the application of the personal conduct policy here. So you can imagine, and we haven't heard officially from the NFL Players Association, but you can imagine that they're sitting there saying, "Uh, we're not too happy with this appointment, but it was within Roger Goodell's and the league's right to appoint the arbitrator for an appeal in this process. That's A.J. Brown right there, and he has been all smiles since getting to Philadelphia. He's been doing interviews with the local media. And he also stopped by with our very own Tom Pelissero yesterday. Tom asked him if there was any bad blood between him and his former team, the Tennessee Titans. Take a listen to this interesting answer. Yeah, uh, 
that was just you know it's a business and i'm not i'm not uh upset about the trading thing because it is a business or whatever but i to be honest i just didn't appreciate how it all went down you know and they just kind of blame me for it i'm man enough to say that you know so however people may take it but you know i have no bad blood with tennessee you know i'm moving forward i'm happy to be here but you know a lot of things people don't know about you know and they just point fingers at me but that's okay though Sounds pretty mysterious, uh, what he's referring to. I didn't know if there was bad blood. I didn't know what the local media in Tennessee was saying. And it sure seems like AJ is not thrilled with the way that that has been characterized. And I think his former team is going to really miss him. Do my colleagues agree? It is a segment we call Believe It or Not. Mm -hmm. I say a statement. You guys tell me whether you believe it or not. Okay. Believe it or not, the Tennessee Titans offense will miss A.J. Brown more than the Green Bay Packers offense will miss Devontae Adams. Mm. Jamie. Believe it. Off. I believe it. When you look at the wide receivers that Aaron Rodgers has had to throw to in his career, none of them were an A.J. Brown type guy to start. We're looking at Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, James Jones, Jordy Nelson. Like these guys, he turned them into incredible wide receivers. Devontae Adams is a skill in and of itself. Sure. But I'm looking at the whole body of work in terms of what Aaron Rodgers has created and what Ryan Tannehill has created. And that's just when I look at that list or try to find it, I never really got there. That's oh, not Get him like this. Get Ryan like Ryan? That. Oh my gosh. Hey, you told me to stop liking every player, so where did I have to go? You know what? I this like is it what too. I had to do. It's great. It's more about who they were throwing to and how the quarterback made the wide receiver good. Devontae Adams is a top-tier wide receiver, and he's gonna make any quarterback look great. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers does the same for his wide receivers, so I think the Titans are gonna miss. Next we have Jason. Soldier Boy versus Paul McCartney <laughs> yeah. uh, in the pop charts. What do we got? Jason McCoy versus Al Michaels. <laughs> okay, Jason, it's your turn. Like are you just gonna are you just gonna bury somebody right now because Kyle put us to task yesterday to do so? Yeah, yeah, that comes that okay, comes later. Crack skulls, guys. That, that comes later, yeah, so we we'll, do. we'll take turns. But I'm not <laughs> believing it. I'm not believing it. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is great. Will the Packers offense be good? Yeah, he's gonna make sure they're good. But the Tennessee Titans over the last two years have been first in rushing attempts, first in touchdowns. This team is a team that is built to run the ball, second in rushing yards as well. Derrick Henry is back. This is a team that is going to major in handing the ball off. Mm. And yes, A.J. Brown, a really good receiver. Devontae Adams, like you just said, a skill set in a category of his own. It's just a totally different ball game compared to the two. But yes, I know, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback compared to Ryan Tannehill, completely different ends of the spectrum. But this Tennessee Titans offense will be okay. They're going to be able to rebound off losing A.J. Brown. I think they're going to miss him more than the Packers will miss Adams. I do. I love the Derrick Henry thing, and I love everything they do. You need some electricity in that. And it was when they were at their best, and they're in an AFC title game. It's Henry here, Henry here. But then A.J. would make this crazy play that would light up the second and I just think it complimented it. I don't think the Packers are going to miss Adams that much. Mm. I think they're going to run the hell out of it. And Peter, you were away earlier this week. Like, have you been getting in on the Romeo Dobbs experience oh in training camp? This dude is a sensation. Loved him pre-draft, but I didn't know it would be like this. All we hear about, and they ask Rodgers about him every day. And he's like, the stuff he's doing is rare. And we did settle upon clarity. It's important as a show. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs. Oh. It's Dobbs. not Dobbs. Not Dobbs. Uh, I've been the, the Packers beat writers, Matt Schneiderman, they say Dobbs. Uh, Rodgers says Dobbs. It's Romeo Dobbs, we're going with as a show. Dobbs. Okay. Has Dobbs anyone asked fun, Romeo? Dobbs. Has anyone just? Garofolo said Romeo says it's Dobbs, so okay, we'll probably go with him. Great. It might okay. be Romeo, but it's okay. Romeo yeah. Dobbs. Romeo. <laughs> Romeo. Uh, my only point would be that I don't know the, who the Titans receivers are right now. And that's not their negligence or naivety. Like you're dealing with 
Traylon Burks, who's a rookie at Arkansas, who is a raw mm-hmm. product. Nick Westbrook-Akina, I believe, is still there. Like, it's not a deep chart now. You could say that who do the Packers have? Titans, their number one is going to be Robert Woods. Who's coming off an injury? Who was in that offense? I'm curious to see like what their wide receivers room looks like at the end of the year. Packers, 30 guys. Mm-hmm. Let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. Rodgers always does find a way. All right, coming up. It's been 12 <laughs> years since Aaron Rodgers played the Super Bowl. Uh, is it make or break time in Green Bay? I don't know. I'm gonna fight Kyle on the break. It's great. <laughs> you're setting an example. That's what you're supposed to do. I like it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. And exactly one week from today, it's Packers versus Niners on NFL Network. We don't know how much we'll see of Aaron Rodgers, but it's still going to be great. He's certainly been in the news this week. On Tom Brady's 45th birthday, Rodgers was asked about his his future. Tom Brady turns 45 today. Do you see yourself playing until that age in the NFL? No. <laughs> I don't. But happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> Okay, at 38 years old, apparently Rodgers doesn't have seven more years in him, but after what we've seen the last few off-seasons, it begs the question if 2022 is a make-or-break year for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Let me tell you how this show sometimes goes. We get these emails the night before, the questions come in. When I read this question... And then I saw your response, and I'm like, the interpretation here is going to be fascinating okay. because I feel like the question can be taken. I'm like the question police when yeah, it comes to sure. this stuff. We're finding out. Yeah, exactly. Peter, what do you think of, of this question? Of the questions. Fantastic <laughs> question. Um, the answer, we'll see how you guys think of it. I listened to his, you know, I'm like, well, we had him on the Super Bowl a few years back. <laughs> you listen to what? And, uh-huh. you know, everyone's talking about, obviously, <laughs> the big stuff with the psychedelics or whatever. But I listened to him. I thought it might have been his last year last year. Like, I feel like this might be his last year. I, yeah. I just feel like he's he's self-realized. And I don't know. I just I get the feeling that this might be make or break, whatever you want. But, like, he's in his good place mentally, even without Devontae. But the team, he's getting paid, all this stuff. But to me, this this doesn't feel like the first of five seasons uh, in this, like, let's rebuild and let's build around Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson. Like, I always feel going into the season with this guy, unlike with other veteran quarterbacks, 
it might be the final dance. It might be the last ride. And it might be 2022. I say make or break, yeah, because in the playoffs under LaFleur, they have not had success. The last three seasons, they've had these bizarre early exits. And I don't think that's the case mm -hmm. this year. I think that they know what's at stake. They're going to be all in. And it's very much in their foreview. Like, they know that if they don't get it done, this is going to be considered a failure. And they're starting now. And there isn't this cloud of controversy like there was last offseason. Will he or won't he? He's in this year. He was also in Peru exploring things with Danica. Like, I, this was an incredible podcast. What'd you think of it? I had it on just like as, as ambiance, you know? It was like almost like one of those spoken word things. I love Hippie Rogers. I do. Like, and, and, you know, the tattoo and then the voice and the self-actualization and the self-love. And, you know, you think of Rogers, Wisconsin. And yeah. Like, Rogers is from Chico. Like, <laughs> there are some people with some different lifestyles and different mind expansion. And frankly, like, if I was in his position and my team never drafts a wide receiver and I got to go out there with this guy and this rookie, I'd probably look and reaching for something, too, to escape, shall we say. Um, I, I like it. I think he's reached the Sergeant Pepper's phase, too. Like, he's just like, John and Paul, like, they, they kind of changed, and it went from, like, I want to hold your hand the to Strawberry Field and all this great stuff. I think that's where we're at, and I like it. He seems happy as hell. And um, is this his last year? I don't know. Maybe not. He, I, I feel like he's in this realm where, like, a month from now or six months from now, I'd be like, I just love ball and I want to yeah. keep playing. And, you know, Romeo turned into a superstar. So make or break on the football field, of course. He always has to get to the Super Bowl yeah. and win it, and, and he never does. But, man, he, I, I enjoyed watching it. It was, it was soothing to me. Yeah. I, this I is come what I mean to, about the I, question. I interpret it totally different. Like, yeah. yes. to your yeah. point, they talked about yesterday, Devontae Adams saying part of the reason he wanted to leave, he didn't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers would be playing. But make or break year for Aaron Rodgers – if he wants to play football next year, whether they win or not win, like he's still going to be one of the best players in the NFL. So, hell, he can play as long as he wants. If he wants to play till 45, which is very unusual, nobody typically does that. So him saying he doesn't plan to play till 45 is understandable. But no matter how the team does this year, if Aaron Rodgers wants to play football next year, he can play for the Green Bay Packers. LaFleur is not going anywhere. So... I interpret it as make or break, like, mm -hmm. make or break means like, hey, if we don't, job. Yes, if we don't do something like, things are going to change next year. Yeah. Like, no, Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. But like you guys said, he could wake up and be like, you know what, I'm done playing. Mm -hmm. So I agree with pretty much everybody here. And I'm going to take it one step further from you two, which is I agree that this won't be, did you say it might be his last year? I think it, I think sure. it could be in Green Bay. I feel like there's a lot of other teams mm -hmm that could take on this personality that he has morphed into. I, th I think you're right. There's there's a personality that is synonymous with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's kind of an era yeah. situation. And perhaps this Aaron Rodgers that we are being gifted, because also now we've officially found out that we listen to the sound in preparation for the show, and these two listen to this podcast in preparation for the show. <laughs> That's great. That's what we know is yeah. what's done the night before. But five years is a long time for him to play out in Green Bay. And the Packers have not done much to secure him an offense worth paying, I guess. The, the next nine highest paid guys in Green Bay, three of them are offensive guys. They've invested in their defense. Why would you do that to a quarterback mm -hmm. like Aaron Rodgers? Mm -hmm. I love what he's doing. I love the reflection. I love the growth. I'm into it. I love the quotes that we're getting. It's fantastic. His whole aura. It just doesn't really match with Green Bay anymore. So maybe someone else wants to take on that, those years. Similar to Brady. Are you familiar Similar with, to Brady. Are you familiar with the Aubrey Marcus podcast going in? No, I am not. No. no I, it's, that? It's, but like, Captivating went, guy. He went places, yeah. I know. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, the, the tattoo. We haven't talked about it. What do you think of... 
I think it's Rogers like reaching this point where he's like, I'm just gonna kind of do anything I want. I'm gonna do this with my hair and do this in the, in the media. And then when I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna be the best football player in the world. It's kind of weird. Like we've looked at Aaron Rodgers' body for like 17 years. And now every time he's gonna have this massive tattoo and Dales and Mari Mariucci were getting into it during training camp about the meaning and this, I mean, look, I think he's done a thing where he plays really angry and he wants to burn the world down. Yep. And now we have Zen Rogers and he's this like Zen ninja monk out Does there. Does that and, like, stay through the season? That's my question. It's I don't like, know. I think it's, it will. Yeah? Like you don't adopt this without sticking with it. It's not like a fleeting August fancy, if you will. I, it could be. And I also think there's a football thing to it. Like yeah. this has the potential to be a wildly frustrating season for Rodgers. Yeah. Sure. Wildly. Every single day you're going to work with basically babies and Randy and Lazard. Yeah. And like if you need to find some sort of happy place, I, I think it's actually pretty I'll smart. I'll also remind you when they lose to the 49ers, the internet was doing dances of joy. Right. Everyone was making jokes about COVID and the vaccine. Sure. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Rodgers, who was the MVP of the season felt like he was parodied a bit. And I wonder if that fuels him at all or if he's just, ah, it's all good. Mm. Does he have it's that cool fire? feeling I have, though. Yeah. Like, say what you want amongst me. Like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. like, I don't have to worry about these things that you guys are all talking about. I remember LeBron James when he was in Miami and it got to the end, they lose the finals to the Mavs and it was just like, all you guys got to wake up and go to your same job. Remember that? And I'm still doing what I'm doing. And that's mm -hmm. kind of where Rodgers is right now. Like, mm -hmm. I'm loving where I'm at. I'm going to enjoy it. To hell with everybody, what they think. I guess the separation here for me is, like, he's arrived into a zen moment, but can that coexist with, mm. like, a fiery, passionate, winning quarterback? Mm. Can those two things happen at the same time? Can they happen in Green Bay? Can they happen within Aaron Rodgers? Tell. Phil Jackson is who I turn to. Mm -hmm. He found a way to harness it yes, all. Burning totally. Sage and all Burning that stuff. A little bit of Bill Walton in there, too. Right? You know? There is a way. Hey, now, NFL Plus. It's the NFL's exclusive streaming service. Have you heard? It's officially launched. NFL Plus offers, that sounds like a 2011 tweet. Have you heard? <laughs> Access to live, out-of-market preseason games, live, local, and primetime, regular season, and postseason games, NFL Network shows on demand, and so much more. Mm -hmm. NFL Plus is available on your NFL app on all platforms, so take out your phone, your tablet, whatever you got to do, download it today, sign up, see us whenever you need to see us. All right, tomorrow at noon, eight men will be enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Incredible career from all eight of these gentlemen, soon to be Hall of Famers. Really special to see them uh, featured in the game last night and they were on the broadcast. We got a lot of great words. So um, we were curious um, at the breakfast table, which of these Hall of Fame speeches are we most looking forward to hearing? Uh, this is a runaway for me. Yeah. Imagine the honor if you had such a distinguished, accomplished life that someone plays you in a movie. Imagine the honor if two different people play you in two different movies. That's Dick Vermeil. This is an unbelievable thing. Imagine this. Greg Kinnear played him, did a great job in the Philadelphia era. Then years later, Dennis Quaid plays him in the Rams era. We just need some kind of like Priest Holmes movie so someone can play him in the Chiefs era. And you know what else should go in the Hall of Fame? Look at these socks. Knee socks, shorts, crazy collar. Dick Vermeil, uh, as Peter will get into, a very emotional man, and I cannot wait for his speech. I want a Chiefs era movie about Dick Vermeil, Peter. Yeah, all yes. respect to the other ones. I mean, this is it. This is the main attraction because Vermeil is one of the great motivators of all time. Collinsworth noted on the broadcast, he's considered this softy, but he would have guys out there practicing three and a half hours every day in training camp. <laughs> and it was tough on the players, but then when the moment came, it was the waterworks. This guy couldn't stop crying, uh -huh. everything, because he loved his players. We've had Dante Hall on the show, who says his life has been forever changed by just playing for Dick Vermeil and what he means to him. And Warner says the same, and you go from Chiefs to Eagles to Rams. That's the emotion. This guy is an amazing speaker, 
And gosh, I cannot wait to watch his Hall of Fame speech. I might be crying afterwards as well. I, I worked with Trent Green on the NFL oh. and CBS. The way he speaks about Dick Vermeil, I've learned so much football from Trent Green. And so for him to speak that way about Dick Vermeil, I had so much respect for him. I never got to meet Coach. I hope I do someday. But it was really cool just to hear some of the stories and the experiences that Trent had with him. Yeah, for sure. And just to hear him last night when he spoke, and it was just like coaching now, they don't have the guys yeah. for as much time. Yeah. And I was just like, so old school. So old school. So Less old time school. does not give you better results. What's your What's time. your advice for a new coach? He's like, I have no advice. These guys don't even practice. You can't build anything. I'm like, I love this guy. <laughs> Trent Green gets hurt. Peter, what does Dick Vermeil say in the press conference the next day? We will stand behind Kurt Warner. Right. We will stand behind yeah, Kurt Warner. They go and win the Super Bowl. <laughs> and Trent Green still stood behind Dick Vermeil after all his. He did. Came back all right, with him coming up, the Raiders look good last night, but do they look like a playoff team? We'll have those highlights and more next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. now to do something that no team ever wants to do, which is go three and out. Nice. All right. It's the start of the season. We're going to tackle three big topics from this week. We're going to dive right into uh, this one on a Friday right. and include the team that we saw first last down. night. It's time for our first down. Here we go. Here we go. And we're going to stick with the Raiders, who got the win over the Jaguars in the Hall of Fame game in Canton. And there's been a lot of hype out in Vegas with Chandler Jones joining Max Crosby on defense, college BFFs Derek Carr and Devontae Adams being reunited, a Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer. We're not really sure. Um, so is anything less than a playoff win a failure for the 2022 Ooh. Raiders? A failure? A failure. A failure? No. I mean, brand new head coach, brand new GM and Dave Ziegler. Like, there's a lot going on there, not only on the offensive side of the ball, but they also have a new defensive coordinator and Patrick Graham. There's a lot of change going on. Couple that with, let, let's let's see what the Raiders' schedule looks like. We've already talked We're about doing it. schedule talk, Jason. There's schedule. no excuses. Like, they can make some great strides and get to the playoffs, which would be a, a nice jump. Yeah, they got yeah. back, they got there last year, but it's a 
lot of change going on there in Las Vegas. Tell me what I'm looking at that I'm so scared. Well, I hate I mean, you guys as players. You ever ever look at the schedule and be like, of course well, not. Well, the season, it's just not going to go our way. We play That's the Cardinals week true. one. Well, when I was on the Browns, when we looked at the schedule, you're damn right. <laughs> the season wasn't going to go our way. We're talking about preseason. The Browns in 2017, you know the preseason schedule? 4 0. Yeah. 4 0. Take us back to that. Were you guys yes. feeling good? You thought yes. you were... I remember uh, t- Greg Williams said it all the time. Like, you want to win, you have to win. You have to learn what it feels like to win. So these preseason games are important. We have to win. It's going to carry over in the season. Did it carry over? No, we went 0-16. The winless Lions also were 4-0. Yeah, they were. I'm not kidding. Like, that's they the were. same wow. thing. Peter, what do you think? It's a question like, is it because last year they went to the playoffs with yeah. an interim coach amidst that John Gruden chaos that happened and then the Henry Ruggs situation. I can go on and on. They had all this adversity and they yeah. still found a way to the playoffs. So you're like, of course, they've got to get better. But gosh, did the AFC get really good. And also, it's not like this is the Rams from last year where they had all these players on these one-year deals. Or it's not like even the Packers where we don't know if Rodgers like... I look at these players, they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. This is not a one-year team. They have built something for real. And you mentioned Dave Ziegler, who's the new general manager, comes over from New England, where I believe he was there when you were there, Jason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a well-known name, but what he did was he signed these guys to multi-year deals. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Renfro, Waller. These guys aren't going anywhere. So I don't feel like it's an all-in, make or break. Like They can go to the playoffs. They can win a game. And if they don't, I don't think they're blowing the whole thing up this year, and it won't be viewed as a failure. It's the start of a new era, as you said, before I jump down your throat. <laughs> Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, and of course, all these new coaching staff and players. And, and I will say this one more time. There's a big Patriots influence of, of winning football, and it's not just McDaniels. You're talking about Deron Harmon, talking about Brandon Bolden. You're talking about a lot of different guys, Jacob Johnson, that were in New England that they brought with them. So. I think they're built to last. It's not just a one-year deal. I disagree. Think of the hypothetical. The Raiders go 10 and 7 mm-hmm. and they get into the wild card. And let's say they even win it. Let's say they beat the Titans in the wild card round and then lose by 25 to the Chiefs in the divisional. I, I think that's a failed season too. I, in August, my expectations are high. Look yeah. at those players we just showed. Look at that stadium. Look at that town. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, get in there. That's fine. Nice little starter season. No, I think the expectations are very high. I don't think the AFC West maybe is going to be as tough as people think it's going to be for mm. them. The Raiders are extremely talented. They brought in all the players. They brought in the coach. I don't think getting a playoff win or maybe two is too much to ask. Like, what are we doing here? This is, this is professional football. Fair. Let's go. You're big boys. Go get it. The AFC West, the more I look at it, read about it, listen to podcasts about it, it's going to make me pull my hair out, which is really sad because I like to put braids in my hair sometimes. Yeah, look at that. It, it's like a nightmare you can't wake up from. Any team, just pick it. Look at their schedule when they have to play their divisional opponents, and it is a nightmare. You talk about the guys that are in Vegas. Let's talk about the guys that are spread out throughout the AFC West. Like last year, if they make it to the playoffs, good for them, man. But my, the AFC West, oh. I am just bullish on the AFC West. I hear you. Have you seen the Raiders' schedule? I mean, it's, 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 it's a beast. It's I a see beast. A Jaguars logo and a Cardinals logo. I'm like, ooh. Oh, no. right. They play football teams. Um, the second down is yesterday, um, we talked with former Seahawks linebacker KJ Wright. He came on the show and he told us to not, he really snuck this in here at the end of one of his answers, to not be surprised if Seattle makes a serious push and sneaks into the playoffs. We all kind of looked at each other when we said it before we went to the next question. So now we have to ask, do we agree with K.J. Wright? And can the Seahawks be playing postseason football this season? Kyle challenged us yesterday. You can't be all in on every topic that comes up. Okay. So I am absolutely all out okay. the Seahawks getting to the playoffs, <laughs> making a playoff us. push. Like, there's just there's no way. Like, Geno Smith, 
Drew Locke. Like, this is, they're not the quarterbacks that are going to lead Seattle to the promised land. It's second and extremely long right now, and there's not a good chance of picking up the first down. I'm not okay. all in mm. on Seattle going to the playoffs. Not at all. It, it would have to take an amazing performance from the running game, which is something they've really built with Rashad Penny having a great end of the season. They draft Kenneth Walker, and sadly, Chris Carson's no longer there. But, like, it's going to take a lot. I, I, I just don't look at that. I love Jordan Brooks. I love DK Metcalf. But to Jason's point, I, I just the quarterback play, I think it might be 32nd in the league. And you can clip that off and put that everywhere. I, I don't. I stand behind it. I, that quarterback room, where there was opportunities to go and maybe get Baker or draft a guy. They stood pat with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. And I just, in a quarterback-driven league, I'm just not sure the Seahawks are going to be talking playoffs this year. It's possible. We were talking in the commercial break that I'm kind of circling around a take where I think there's going to be a Bengals in the NFC this year, meaning a shocking team that no one predicted that makes a run at it. Just because the front runners. I don't know if they're that big of juggernauts. You know, obviously the Ryan Jensen injury for the Buccaneers and Rodgers is dealing with his difficulties with the pieces and, you know, the, the elbow thing with Stafford is a little concerning. Yeah. Is, is there not a team that could rise up? And could it not be the Seahawks? The mm -hmm. only way to answer that question and the smartest way and certainly the most entertaining way. Guys, can we bring up the schedule for the Seahawks? Give yes, the Seahawks you schedule. do a schedule. We got it. Here we go. I know, look, you got, I mean, Denver, San oh, Francisco, man. Atlanta, Detroit. I'm just going to name all the teams. Just name New teams. Orleans, Arizona, Los Angeles, New York, Arizona. Oh. Tampa, oh, Tampa in Munich. In Munich. Yeah. I mean, they got they got to finish with the Jets, and they're trying to get. It's <laughs> tough. It's a tough schedule, so and they have a Week 11 bye. Mm. That's the schedule. Um, so yeah. yeah, maybe the Seahawks if they can navigate that. That's, check the schedule, guys. One of our schedule. favorites. Check the schedule, guys. That's the schedule. You gotta check the schedule. Zero to ten. Just a bunch of logos. <laughs> write, write that down. Don't right. don't put the exactly. schedule up. No, don't, I'm not don't, going don't, to. Don't, don't don't a couple games. Just gonna move on to third down because I was out on them too. Third, All right, down. third down. We showed you this video yesterday. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, and Matt Collins jammed into the back seat of a ride share because. Hunter Renfro <laughs> chose to sit shotgun, and um, he's not allowed to call a rideshare anymore. This is considered to be a faux pas, uh, and Derek Carr cannot handle it. Are, are they, like, taking the rideshare to Canton? Like, that looks mm. very uncomfortable. So, um, what is the stranger travel preference? Because on the other day, we learned that Ian Rapport likes to pick the room closest to the elevator in the hotel. What's the stranger preference? I feel very seen and attacked right now. I just want to say it. <laughs> to choose the front seat in the rideshare or to request a hotel room near the elevator. This is a very important question. Yeah, Jason. Jason, um, Jason take answer, please. It's definitely the front seat. And I'm saying that because I'm talking about front seat. Like, you just want to be up there with the driver. There's mm -hmm. nobody in the back. You don't have the car seats in the back. You're not bringing the kids along for the ride. You just want to have a conversation with whoever mm -hmm. your rideshare driver is that day. You just want to sit down, ask him about their day. And you don't want to go in the back seat. Maybe you're a little car sick. Uh -huh. Along uh -huh. with the front seat, for yeah. sure. I can't imagine going into a hotel, getting put in a room right in the middle of the hallway, and then running down to the lobby and being like, no, I need to be closer to the elevator. How lazy can you be? Also, the room by the elevator hears ding, 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 ding. Oh, that wow. is my hell right there. Uh -huh. I, There's Peter's room right there. And then you hear like, to the, the, right. the, yeah, you hear the family talking as they go, oh yeah, that was a good meal. That was great. Did you get the, the, the walking, uh, talking, everything? The further you get down the hallway, the quieter it is, let me sleep in peace, to be so lazy. Mm. You're not staying at, at, you know, we're not staying at the Bellagio where you gotta walk, you know, a mile in Vegas. To be so lazy, Ian, to not be able to be a, a few rooms away from the elevator and deal with that sound all night, that is next level. I'm uh, shocked that Ian's preference. Especially in Las Vegas, we have all those sounds in the lobby anyway. You just want to get away from yes. that. But Peter, you just turned up the volume. You're watching Big, ba Big Bang. It's Big Bang right. Theory. Right, right. Or Young Sheldon. Yeah, or that. So that, he doesn't want to be distracted from that. <laughs> the, 
any, anybody who gets in the front seat with a rideshare guy with no one in the back, that, that's like a, that's like you have to call that. Okay, but it's a hundred rides. What is this person doing? You know what it's comparable to? Oh, no. There's four urinals. You're on number four. Yes. Someone walks in and oh. goes to number three. Oh. What are you doing? Oh, oh my God, call the police. Like, you can't do that. So awkward. <laughs> what? It happens so here all the same. time, believe yeah. me. But the question, it's like Hunter Renfro was, he called the ride share. He got it because he had three guys in the back seat. Those are very, there's very different yes. things. Like, do you have people with you and you're choosing to yeah. be the one to sit in the front you're of the ride You're saying that because you want to get Because in the I sit seat. in yes. the front seat of the ride share mm -hmm. because I will literally outside the car if I have to sit in the back seat. Projectile really vomit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it in. See, I see you're lazy and I'm going to go efficient because I just want to walk from the front desk, get the key, get off the elevator, go to my room. Let get me ask it. you guys. And as the car pulls up, just get right in the front seat. <laughs> have you ever been the person who gets the hotel room then goes down to the front and says, actually, I need a new room. I didn't like Never. Me. Never. Me neither. I have for like a cleanliness issue. Mm. Yeah. I've done it and then like I get an even crappier room the second time. Oh, really? The can, steak isn't tender enough for you? Time. Put them right in the AC units on the first floor. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just take what you get. Oh, and don't you get have upset. to come down with like such humility. Like if you're gonna do that, you gotta come sorry. in like tail tucked. Like yes. I am so sorry. I will pay you to let me do this. We spent all day Wednesday celebrating Tom Brady's birthday, but he shares that special day with Jets quarterback Zach Wilson as well. So happy belated birthday, Zach! It's a huge second season for Zach Wilson and Robert Sala with the Jets. Um, so we're gonna send it out to our guys Andrew Siciliano and Sean O'Hara who were at training camp today. Jamie, it did not get as much attention as the Tom Brady birthday Wednesday, but Sean O'Hara, Zach Wilson also had a birthday Wednesday. He turned 23. Friendly reminder, uh, he's kind of new at this. So year number two, we're going to see the Jets out here later today. What are you looking forward to seeing from Zach Wilson? That was For up. Zach Wilson, look, year two, as a young quarterback, there's so much going on in your head. And the one thing that you want to see, if I'm an offensive lineman blocking for Zach Wilson, I want to see the ball come out. Like, get the ball out. Bad things happen when you burp the baby, when you're back there patting the air out of the ball, and you're holding on to it too much, trying to make too much happen. So get, get the ball out. In year two, a lot, of, a lot goes into that. Obviously, I mentioned the bad plays that can happen, but when the ball's coming out on time, Andrew, that, that tells you that you know where, where, where to go with the football, you understand the offense, and you can read the defense. So all of those things are factors in the ball coming out. The Jets had the day off yesterday, but when we last saw Wilson on his birthday, things were looking up, and he was getting the ball out, and he did, by all accounts, those that were here, have a pretty good day. And statistically, to your point, last year's short game, quick game, he was great, had to hold the ball a little bit too longer downfield. Not looking good. Last year also had some pretty impressive rookies, notable Michael Carter, Elijah Moore. How about a rookie you're looking forward to seeing out here today? Jermaine Johnson. Look, there was banter about maybe them taking him with one of their top 10 picks in the draft and then for him to fall as he did and for them to be able to go back and get him. Huge pickup. I think Jermaine Johnson, look, I don't know that he's going to have the Micah Parsons splash plays and the double-digit sacks, but what I'm looking forward to seeing today at practice and what I want to see from him is his ability to set the edge, his ability to physically dominate blockers with his hands. That's one of the things that showed up when he was down at Florida State. And when you think about, look, last night we just saw Trayvon Walker with his debut in the NFL. Jermaine Johnson started over Trayvon Walker at Georgia before he transferred. So when you think about that in, in, in that context, Jermaine Johnson is, is a stud. He's a very physical player. I know they're already raving about him and about his ability to control the line of scrimmage. Look, he's going to get better as a pass rusher as he gets on, but I can't wait to see his impact early on. Jermaine Johnson, one of those three first-round picks. He led the ACC in sacks last year, 12 sacks. He was the defensive player of the year in his only year in Tallahassee. And there is a chance he may join us after practice. See you later, guys, on ITC. 
Awesome. We love those Rutgers guys, don't we, Jason? Yes, Here we yes, go. we do. Sean and Andrew are the best. They're at Jets Camp right down the road. But you can be everywhere because NFL Plus, the NFL's exclusive streaming service, has officially launched. It's great for the preseason. It offers access to live, out-of-market preseason games. You can watch any of them. Live, local, and primetime regular season and postseason games. NFL Network shows like ours, on demand, and much more. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app on all platforms. Go ahead and download it today. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.